Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to the Vice Gaming Podcast. This is an E3 2016 wrap special. We're going to be talking about the best games of E3, the worst games of E3, and just hideous slices of what attempts to be pizza at E3, but not really sure what food group it belongs to. Hi. Hi, I'm Mike Diver, a vice game editor here in not very sunny London. It's summer, apparently, but uh, the weather en masse hasn't decided to show up. Um, I'm here today with Sam Loveridge, a gaming editor of Digital Spy. I realise I'm shouting. That's all right. I'm really <laughs> shouting. We're in a large room on our own, and um, I'm shouting. Uh, Sam, Digital Spy, gaming. How's everything going over there? Yes, yeah, all right. It's pretty busy. Nice, quiet-ish week after E3. A quiet, it's a come-down week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's like no news. It's great. There's no news. <laughs> Everyone's still writing E3 news, I think. Exactly. I mean, here we are, we're talking about E3, and it's like we've been home for nearly a week now. Oh, gross. Because I was there with you, of, <laughs> of course. course. I mean, I mean, course. during, it, not just you, we, there were other journalists involved. <laughs> I mean, but we're the most really We were the most, Im- yeah, we were the most important people there. But, I mean, it was your third E3. I know, right? crazy, right? Why do you go back? Well, LA's not great, but I love I love E3. I'm just basically like a kid in a candy shop, just bombing around, going, wee, look all the things, oh my God. See, that's what I'd like to hear, the enthusiasm, because you speak to some people in the games industry, in the press, publishers, whoever, PRs, and they're like, oh shit, E3 again, I'm going to be tired, I'm going to be pissed off, get no sleep, jet lag, stupid fucking journalists everywhere, <laughs> just dudes with tat and bags, food, massive yeah. bags, yeah, shit food, saddle ranch, you know. But I thought it was all okay, you know. Yeah, it was quite like straightforward this year, which is quite nice. Felt, no. felt all right. Um, your but first one, right? This was my first one. I mean, for all I know, it might be my last one. So I was making the most of it. <laughs> E3 might not happen next year. I don't know. Don't I, say that. I was talking to some people. I was talking to some people fairly high up the ladder at a certain Ooh. publisher. And, well, you know, also... Vice inside scoops. Inside scoops. Not inside scoops. I think a lot of people were saying this. You know, the way that this year that uh, Activision didn't do a big thing. You know, they did stuff with Sony. EA did theirs. Not, you know, they, they had a separate event, yeah. didn't they, from everything else. Uh, that maybe if that trend continues, they'll just they won't won't do it so much. But we just like loads of little teeny events. Yeah, those like one. like a like a South by Southwest or Great Escape, but for games maybe yeah. in LA. It Sounds faffy to me. Faffy, that's faffy. right. It should be pointed out that you know the way E3 works is that every well most of the games you get to see as a member of the press are all in the same place in the LA Convention Center, yeah. right? 
So you're there for three days. And you just bomb it up and down between the halls. Just running between <laughs> halls. High-fiving Co- people as you walk past. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Taking the top line, I believe. Always take oh, the yeah. high line. Yeah. There are different floors to the, con- the conference centre, and if you can find the nice high line, you stay away from the crowds. It's, it's a beautiful trick, right? It's not even a trick. No. Everyone does it. <laughs> it's just the press room. But, but everyone can do that, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But only journalists do it. I think because everyone wants to have the ambiance and the experience. So they just want to be handed, like, paper masks and, and yeah. large bags to put things in. Oh, those and bags, you can fit, like, Persona bags, right? Yeah. I oh, know. I mean, I would have a field day in Aldi with one of those bags <laughs> if I'd have brought one home. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to, to talk about the, the main issues of E3 uh, this year, the uh, big talking points um, based on what I knew before I went out there. And, of course... You know, Xbox versus PlayStation, new hardware, VR, it's all very exciting. But toilets, Toilets. Sam. Now, toilets <laughs> are a big talking point because, you know, the games industry is male-dominated. Yeah, sure Food is. at E3. In America, generally, it's quite meat-dominated, meat and dairy. By the last day of E3, I was hearing things oh. in the gents' lavatories oh. that were like, you know the bog of eternal stench in labyrinth, <laughs> right? <laughs> There were noises coming out of some of those cubicles that were not unlike that movie. I mean, were the ladies okay? Do you know what? The best thing about game shows and things like that is there's never a queue for the ladies. That's like a miracle. That <laughs> never happens. But they're always very beautiful, very clean. This year there was like weird Gears of War stickers on the mirrors yes. though that were really small. To put your face. Yeah. yeah. But you had to be about two foot to be able to like let the perspective work. Yeah. And then you would... Because, of course, you take a photograph of yourself, a selfie, in a toilet at the LA Convention (laughs) Centre, wouldn't you? That was brand new. That was... I mean, to be fair, that's about the most I saw of Gears of War 4, actually, at the whole of E3. So maybe they did something right. Um, But the toilets were okay. Yeah, they were right. I don't know. I I heard horror stories. I didn't die, so (laughs) that's something. Um, But, but you know, I did have to tread carefully because the food there, you know, it is just pizza, it's hot dogs, it's fries, it's... I mean, I didn't really see any sign of healthy food at E3, did you? There was a smoothie stall. There was a smoothie stall, yeah. Six dollar smoothies. At E3 for three years. No lunch. So I did have a very good cookie at Team 17's booth, but yeah, apart from that, no lunches. Do you know, Team 17, I went there to see ukulele. Oh, it's great. um, It's lovely. Ukulele, (laughs) really big fan of that, uh, being made by Playtonic, kind of throwback platformer vibes, really nice, bright, colourful, beautiful game. Do you want a drink? They say to me, I'll just have a water, please. We've run out of water. What? What kind of, of <laughs> fucking waste of time company runs out of water? I love you, Team 17. I'm just, I'm just being yeah. down here for no reason. Just a very thirsty journalist. I was just very thirsty. I, did, I took a bottle of Sprite in the end. That's probably better because it's got a little bit of sugar. Well, and... yeah. I, I don't know. It was in a, that was a day... I finished up at Devolver. I didn't even have a beer with Devolver. I mean, oh, what the mistake. hell is the... I know, right? They had a f- we'll get on to all these things. This is game chat. I want to talk about fashion first. Fashion? fashion at E3. <laughs> I want to talk about fashion. What fashion? Just one particular thing. Well, you know, I think the men of E3 were very careful to not wear the E3 uniform of, like, a plaid shirt and, <laughs> and jeans. I, I, I respected that a lot. But Brave. coming from, you know, a background of someone who went to gigs a lot, you would never wear... The band, the T-shirt of the band you were going to see to the gig by that band, right? Is that but, only if you're like a fourteen-year-old girl? I, I, I don't know where the lines are drawn, <laughs> really. But something I did notice at E3 is that you know a lot of people, and I hesitate to say punters because it's all industry. 
There were some punters this year. For the there first were time. punters. There yeah. were some punters. Filthy, but I knew I, I could smell something different. There's <laughs> just a little bit of Gamescom sniff there. I These mornings, they get everywhere. Um, but yeah, just you know, big fat game t-shirts to game events. I don't know. Unless you're working the stalls, I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, you were sporting, you know, some, some, some good threads, right? Oh, thanks. Of course, you know. Ish. Lovely, <laughs> lovely blouse. I distinctly remember a lovely blouse. A blouse. <laughs> a lovely blouse at the EA conference, possibly. Probably, to be fair. <laughs> well, we were trying to work through the haze of Snoop Dogg's bifter, of course. Um, if anyone saw the uh, Twitter post around Snoop Dogg sparking up during the... A set hands-on it session with Battlefield reeks, 1. Oh Lake. boy, the uh, the Novo, wasn't it? The, yeah. the, at LA Live. Goodness me, you, you could cut the box. air. Yeah. yeah, you could cut the air. But I mean, you know, I, do, do people need to be smarter? There was a lot of slumming think, around, yeah. you know. I, I think it looks bad for the games industry. When the people of LA see everyone chuck, chuck out the convention center and they just look like they, well, they haven't slept for three days, which might well be the case, <laughs> but they haven't got changed for three days as yeah. well. Yeah, I think there's one thing sort of, professing your undying love to a game but then there's another thing of just looking a bit scruffy mm. and sort of not representing the media in the way that it should be says me <laughs> um, who was probably the one of the scruffiest people in there hey you weren't wearing a game tee so it's alright no I didn't wear a game t-shirt I did no. actually on the very last day when I was going home Ooh. inadvertently okay. wear a game t-shirt what I don't like is you see the people the day after wearing the free T-shirt they got the day Ooh. before. It's like, did you not bring any clothes? That's a big no, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's, that's a big no. The free T-shirts as yeah. well. I mean, we Which, all collect them, but... Do you know, that gives me a nice segue. Is that the right yeah, word, yeah. or is that something you ride? I think they're both. You I could ride they, into the next conversation. You could ride into the next session, because T-shirts, tap. You know, you're a journalist, you go to these things. Gamescom, they're all the same. EGX, you go visit publishers, play games. They want to give you tap. Yeah. What was your E3 TAT game like this year? Because oh, mine was what? poor. You're poor? I, I brought home oh, one bit of TAT. What was it? It was a Lego Dimensions figure. Oh, yeah, but that's pretty cool. Though. I mean, that's, that doesn't even qualify as TAT. That's fucking... <laughs> that's quality merchandise. Yeah. I showed that over Skype to my five-year-old, and he was just like, Dad, just come home now. I, I don't even care <laughs> what it. you've got to do tomorrow. Forget work. Bring that, bring that green arrow home. I'm going to put him with Batman. We're going to take on... It's an E3 the, exclusive the, as well. Well, ish. that's ish for a while, for a while. Yeah, if you went to see LEGO Dimensions at E3, um, great game. Amazing plug, plug. Game. Um, but yeah, they, 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 you could get a little green arrow figure and it was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, the number of times you're offered year. t-shirts, it's like, nah, fuck off, don't need a t-shirt. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. I bought a few home just because it's like, you know, bedtime wear, it's fine. Gardening wear, right? Yeah, or, you yeah. know, gym if you're looking super there you deep. Go. But, the best, the best tat I got this year, I say tat, it's, it's prime merchandise this is, was the Xbox pins. Okay. So every time you saw so you a game So you can pop children's Xbox, balloons. Yeah. <laughs> at their party. <laughs> when someone's having a PlayStation party, you can walk in with your Xbox pins and just upset a bunch of kids. Yeah, well, they had, like, collector's editions, so they had, like, a little recall badge, oh, a okay. little Xbox controller badge, um, Sea of Thieves, and you could collect them for every game, and I guess for the punters, that's great. Oh, so as you went around, you so you could the play the game and get a pin. Yeah, and I then everyone like had that. them, like, on their E3 yeah. lanyard thing, which was really cool. Yeah, I want to say that Devolver did something a bit like that at Gamescom last year, Ooh, nice. where they had badges if you went around. I remember playing uh, Mother Russia Bleeds there and, and having a badge <laughs> given to me for that game. Um, that's quite nice, and it's yeah. small. It's and then they were like nice metal pins as well, they're yeah. done properly, not just like... Your so if you collected enough of them, you could put them in a, a sock, for instance. Yeah. 
and spin that sock around your head <laughs> and just knock someone out. You could do that, Take or you could their, just wear them. You could just wear them. I'm always thinking about the aggressive possibilities of free tap. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to do that kind of thing with a USB. Yeah. Distinct lack of USBs, though. That's I'm, good. I'm, uh, I've had enough of them. I don't They're know. Awful. I was on one trip once, moons ago, where someone was like, do you want to capture any footage? I was like, no, I don't oh, need to do yeah. that. But they gave me a 32 gig USB anyway. Yes, I will capture some footage. And they were like, you can that. just have that. We don't need it. Okay. Are you sure? That's Usually brilliant. they're like two gigs with like a yeah. press release on them and a picture right. and you're like, 32? Nah. There's nothing on it. That was a Ubisoft thing. Thanks, Ubisoft. <laughs> you, you, your, your Assassin's Creed didn't work, but your USB was just perfect. Uh, so the tap, um, we mentioned, I, I mentioned, I will get onto games, I promise, but um, I want to say that in the last podcast, Steve Birds may well have talked a bit about E3 because I know we got onto it at the end and he probably mentioned boozing and where I was staying in West Hollywood was right next to what is apparently infamous the Saddle Ranch you were definitely there one night because I saw the back of your head maybe Um, (laughs) I'd stopped in for like one drink one night I didn't even saw you and like oh no I was I was in and out like uh, something that's in and out very quickly very well I ran into a a young man from PC Games N and a young man from MCV and we had a little conversation for a while a uh, young lady from Capcom was there and some other people. I'd, I'd keep, keep them nameless, just in case. I don't want to, like, implicate anyone in a crime, you know. I don't know what might have happened later that evening. I don't want to bring anyone into the equation that doesn't want to be involved. But, yeah, it's a chop house, right, on the Sunset Strip, on the Sunset yeah. Boulevard. And I mean, it's, it's not great. It's horrible, isn't it? You but walk why'd in, you go there? there's just a bloody mechanical ball in the middle and then a massive bar. And, like, we got there at, like, seven mistake because there's no one there and you realise how horrible it is in the daylight and you're like, what is going on? Oof. So the thing is, apparently when you go there on your first E3, you're meant to ride the bull. But it was Did my... you on no, your first E3? because I... This is the first time I've been to Saddle Ranch in my three years of E3. I've managed to dodge it every time. And I can see why now, because every time you try and leave, someone buys you a drink and then you can never get out. Right. Until someone locks the door behind you and then you're broken for the rest of the night. So week. on that night, what time did you crawl away at? Uh, it might have been like 2.33 in the see, morning. It's 3 a.m. I was, I was slumbering <laughs> peacefully in my and hotel I just got room. off the plane, so I was proper broken. <laughs> so that was, that was your way of combating jet lag, was to go straight to a bar with a mechanical yeah. bull in it. Yeah, and watch yeah. other people grind strangely sexy Ooh, on this weird call. It did, feel, it did feel a little bit like a dirty pickup joint as well. Yeah, because the guy I mean? controlling it was obviously having far too much Oh, the fun. mechanical bull yeah. guy. Yes, I overheard that you can slip him some dollars and he will do <laughs> terrible things to the person oh on that bull. Oh, my God. So, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, thank you. <laughs> dear the Saddle Ranch, please don't write in. Um, that's just what someone told me, anecdotally. It wasn't a member of your staff, so uh, who, who, incidentally, a member of their staff gave me a free lemonade. Oh, nice. So, that, we, got free, we got free candy floss and it was the size hey, of my whole body, so that was amazing. That's good. Yeah. But then again, you know, a pint of basic lager in there is like $10, so, yeah, you know, they make crazy. their money. Yeah. They make their money. Um, should we talk about some games? Yeah, Because I don't even know how long we've been recording for now. Let me just, <laughs> let me just talking check about this tats. thing here. Yeah. Just talking about tat and some other nonsense. It's like quarter of an hour. Oops. That's good. Let's spend a quarter of an hour talking about games. Or Not maybe 20 yet. minutes. Let's see how we go. Because yeah. um, lots of games were announced. Uh, new games. Some games were showcased that we knew about. Uh, Sam, I'm going to ask you the biggest games that really stood out for you. The kind of big, badass, AAA. Here's a million dollars thrown at you know, marketing. A million dollars, imagine. You wouldn't get very far with that money, would you? <laughs> Um, millions of dollars later, you know, the, the big deal games that you saw that most impressed you, what were they? 
it's got to be Zelda, right? Zelda, like, yes, Breath of the Wild. World. Yeah, although I deliberately, accidentally wrote it was called Breath of the Life. Breath of the Life, that's yeah, good. I like wrote Breath smooth. of Dawn. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was like earlier today, I think. And what is, I don't know what Breath of Dawn is. Is that a, that, that feels like That's another it. Nintendo franchise? It's like a or cross between Horizon Zero Dawn and yeah, Zelda. Yeah, open maybe. world beauties, both with lots of grass yeah. in them. Yeah, and rideable things. Yeah, I was quite impressed by like the art style and just the way it's sort of like watercolory, cell shadedness, mm. and very pretty. But poor old Wii U, eh? It's just. The, thing, the great thing I think tricky. about Nintendo's whole stance with taking that to E3 and pretty much just that is that everyone who owns a Wii U wants that game yeah. and wants to know about it. The 40 million people who own a PS4, they don't all want to buy Horizon Zero Dawn. They don't all want no. The Last Guardian. They don't all want Days, Days of Gone. Is Days Gone? Days, Days of, Gone. Days Gone. Yeah. The, new, the new one they showed off. Um, but not yeah, I mean, a zombie I, game. Not a zombie game. I'm sure we might touch not upon that later. Game, yeah. I, not, not, I wasn't moved by that one. But, but Zelda totally, I mean, it just shows you you don't need to have the most powerful... Hardware to produce a beautiful game. Yeah. It was doing new things that we hadn't seen in Zelda before. It named Link, which I thought was quite interesting. At least yeah. in the trailer, it actually said his name or potentially and her name. We don't know yet. Still doesn't speak. Well, maybe he slash she they will. I don't know. Linkle. Linkle. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've I've heard and read conflicting reports about it. it's definitely just a dude, and also maybe you might be able to change that. I don't know. Ooh. Don't know. Um, I hope not. It's like I'm all for gender diversity, but he's but you, Link. You like Link to be, yeah, to, to be manly Link. He's yeah. not very manly, manly though, is he? He's like a little puny boy <laughs> man thing. But yeah, he's always been a boy. Why mm. change it now? That's yeah. that's the story, right? I and mean, do you think that that one game approach was good for Nintendo though? Because I mean, that did feel when you were out on the show floor. The queues impressive. for that were always massive. Yeah, someone they told probably me they had were the like biggest five stand. hours right. queues at some points. So. For like 20 minutes, or if that, yeah. of playing it, right? 15, 20 minutes. But taking one game to E3 is seriously impressive. Like, mm. to do the... Ho- Did you go in the booth? I didn't get to go in there, oh but it was like God. a grotto, right? Like a Zelda you, grotto. You like, went into this like little cute little I did temple. poke my head through. I did do oh that my much. God. Yeah. And then you walked on the floor and like certain points like triggered things happening. So you'd, the little pot where he cooked stuff sort of came to life and all these mushrooms mm. are flying about. And oh, it was great. It's like actually you sort of felt like you were in Hyrule, even though you're in the middle of the Los Angeles Convention Center. You know, and really they, they, had a, they had a weather system in a booth and a night and day cycle. Like who does that? Only Nintendo. Nintendo, because they are like Lego and Disney, these workers of magic, I think. Yeah. You know, I don't think their games are made. They're just spun on a wheel. <laughs> well, they're not made in the normal way, you know. They're, they're weaved. Sprinkled with fairy dust. Yeah, yeah. For, well, you know, apart from the kind of churned out Mario Party kind of games. But yeah, I... I, I talk I, about them, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but, the, but yeah, I, I, I think Zelda was... I didn't even get to play it. I, I was just struck by the popularity of that yeah. and how everyone wanted to know about it, everyone wanted to see it. It was quite Even sweet. up against the big Xbox and PlayStation hitters. It was quite sweet on the booth, like you could see the, is it Trico, the dog from Last Guardian? Last Guardian was next to it. He was, was just on this big it, panel, yeah. just sort of like looking in, like, can I come in there? And I was yeah. like, oh, this is, this is the divide now, this is the In a weird way, it was, good. it was almost good to see that next to something like that. It was, yeah. it was I mean, it was obviously just complete coincidence yeah. and stuff. You know, you've got the... <laughs> Because that's the big Sony, softy, strokey, magical world game, isn't it? The Last yeah. Guardian, which you didn't get to play, unfortunately, no, but so I did. Sad. I did. And what did you think? I thought it was great if you come from the background of already liking Shadow of the Colossus, because yeah. shares the director. Um, 
it shows its roots as a PS3 game originally by being a, not quite as visually arresting as what we know very well the PS4 is capable of. It looks fine. You know, it's yeah. a bit like saying it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't look out of place graphically, I don't think, on the Wii U, to be honest. It doesn't look like it's doing much more that the Wii U can't. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't realise that's a bit of a moment, but you know when, what you said about things being stylized. Yeah. It is heavily stylized. Um, Especially in the press conference next to things like God of War and oh, yeah. Horizon Zero. It's like, oh, I'm not sure about those graphics. Yeah, it, it, it does look... Some people say it looks ropey. I think it, you know, it just has a certain singular appeal to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're the little boy. You direct this large mythical beast, this trico, um, sort of cat, bird, <laughs> raccoon, eagle... <laughs> Super cute, though. <laughs> ..thing with talons. Kind of cute, but terrifying at the same time, because yeah, it the kind of, of him, wants to eat you to begin with. You know, we, 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 we played a, a section at E3, about, about, about 40 minutes in total, oh, wow. so in a dark room. So proper... And it, we were told this is the start of the game. This isn't a demo oh, we've made for E3. Nice. This is the game. Um, not quite finished, not quite there, you know, so forgive any little bugs. That's what we were told. I didn't notice anything. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of reports about the camera being a bit quirky, so maybe they'll tighten that up, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, you, you kind of start and you free this beast and you make that beast your friend and you break out of a, this kind of enclosed cave complex and, it's, and off you go on your adventure from there. It's, Solving puzzles and shit. Yeah, there's a small bit of puzzle solving. You get a little shield to our, I'm going to cough now so do, do uh, forgive me listeners <laughs> <coughs> we've both got the E3 lurgy we, we, we so. got a little bit of E3 lurgy but yeah you get a kind of a mirrored shield and you can direct a beam of light onto part of the environment and Trico will blast that point with a lightning bolt out of its tail uh, to I break stuff down yeah you can climb on his back to reach higher points I'm guessing there might be some combat interaction later on where he can you know become more aggressive there are I've seen pictures of these kind of armoured knight things that are probably out to get that or to stop you. Um, but it all looks really interesting and, and, and very intriguing, very much in that same atmospheric place as Shadow of the Colossus and Ico came from. So, oh, Do you think a game like that sort of has a place in today's gaming? Because it feels like... It's not going to be pinning. big. Yeah. It won't be I was be looking big. at their exclusives at the end of the year and that was kind of it. Yeah. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's their only exclusive this Christmas. Well, they've got... The big VR push, haven't they? Yeah. For 2016. If you're not bothered by that, you kind of just got Last Guardian or Cross I think, I think they're making it so you have to be bothered, aren't they? <laughs> that, that very much came out of E3 for me. It was like, look yeah. at all of our VR. Seriously, as low as I think they've promised, is it 50, 50 games? Yeah. yeah, 50 games before That's Christmas. That's pretty impressive. I imagine getting PSVR for Christmas, knowing that there's already that amount of software to go after. Yeah. Some of which is going to be crap. Of course it will. And you've got to pay for it all, though. That's a problem. It's going to be interesting to see what, what the kind of bundles and stuff are. Yeah. I've seen some American pricing and some American deals. I might talk a bit about VR in a, in a minute. I'll try and, try and keep that snappy. But other, other kind of big AAA, as you mentioned, Horizon Zero Dawn, I did play that, really enjoyed that. That's the big robot dinosaurs, Zoids, bows and arrows, yeah. tribal conflict. Gingerhead lady. Gingerhead lady. lady. Pretty badass. Played a lot like The Witcher, actually. Oh, really? Nice. Uh, I thought. Uh, very much a kind of like multi-levels of quests crafting involved we were told it's not hard R, hard rpg in that sense I, that was really hard, hard to say hard, hard hard rpg <laughs> but you know there is you do get components you can make things like traps or like 
boost your armor and stuff. It's more about buying than making, though, so you can collect stuff and go and trade it for other better gear. That's cool. Um, but yeah, you can you can convert some of the some of the robot beasts, and they'll either fight for you. Or you can ride. Oh yeah, them. riding that like robot bull thing yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, it's called a broadhead. Oh. For reasons that are quite obvious, it has a broad head. <laughs> But yeah, they, they kind of roam in packs, I guess, or herds, small herds. And yeah, you can creep up on one and change it to nice. be friendly towards you. Then you can Hacking. call it in the oh. middle of battle. I think, I think I showed it in the demo. Yeah. So you can call it in the middle of a battle, jump on, and you've obviously got increased speed, yeah, yeah. mobility. It's, I, I really enjoyed it. It's open it's beautiful. world. It looks lovely. Um, when you're up close with it, it doesn't look quite as flashy as it does in the demo. Oh, really? Of course it doesn't. But that's I like, do you remember... Like... Sorry, go on. I just feel like Sony, they've just they've seen Uncharted and then gone to all their developers, like, yeah. right, this is the bar, make everything as pretty as this, yeah. otherwise Horizon is not at that Uncharted level, but not, a, not a lot is, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> it, could, it could well get nicer. It's very, very attractive, don't get me wrong. And when I say, like, it's not quite as good as what you think you've seen, that's like... I remember, again, it's the Witcher thing, but when The Witcher was first sort of traded, like, wow, this looks, looks amazing, and then it comes out and people are like, oh, it doesn't look as good as it did before. It still <laughs> looks flipping amazing. Yeah. And this is very much like that. It still looks incredible. Okay, so it's not quite like Watch Dogs no, personnel. No, no, it's then. nothing like that. No, it's still a very, very good-looking game. Watch Dogs. Um, I'm pretty impressed with that. So I did play that. What, what did you play that you really, really enjoyed then? It's going to sound really lame, but Forza Horizon 3. No, that doesn't sound lame at all. Oh, my God, that game ex. is so pretty. Open world racing across the outback, right? Yeah, and it's Brilliant. like... I don't know whether you went and spoke to them, like, BCD, behind closed doors, but they were, like, bragging about the skies. So they, like... <laughs> they went to Australia for, like, a summer, and I was just like, what, on holiday? And they were like, no, no, we were working. But they just got these... Just 12K. taking pictures of the yeah. sky. No, they got like 12K camera rigs, HDR rigs, and filmed the sky for the whole summer. So when you're playing, you're driving through and you look at the sky, there are real skies and weathers and things like that that actually happened in Australia last summer. Mm. And that's why it feels so like real and amazing when you just like, well, sit in your car and look at the sky. But... Yeah. I mean, is there a worry that the environments will be so pretty that you just won't care about where you're going? <laughs> like, I know into trees. I'm meant to achieve this objective. You know, you run over a possum or something. And like, I did ask, actually, you mentioned by going close, behind closed doors. I spoke to Shannon Loftus, who's one of the main people. I can't remember her exactly. She's like head of global planning for Xbox or oh, for wow. Microsoft or something. And she said, you know, she did the classic, I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> oh, I, I really like Forza Horizon 3. And she was just like, just talking about how beautiful it is. And like the, the trailer they were showing off Microsoft. Um, I think that was uh, from the, the big Xbox presentation. That was probably the game that I looked at and thought, even though I'm not a big racing game fan, I just want to be in that world. Yeah. I know, I know it's the real world. It's Australia. You can, <laughs> you can go there if you want. Apparently there's something called planes. But it's cheaper well. to buy like a £50 video game. Yeah, they spend like a thousand pounds on a Then whatever it costs to get to, to Australia. You played it though, it feel, yeah. feels good? Yeah, they've got like a much better variety in vehicles. They've got um, little buggies for the first time that you can like do flips in and stuff. And the cars just, they just feel great. It doesn't matter if mm. they don't feel quite as different or as realistic as something like, you know, Forza 7 or... Yeah, but this, this, yeah. But, this is Forza 6. <coughs> but this is fantasy fulfillment stuff, isn't it? That's yeah. Horizon's bag. Yeah. It's very much about the kind of like... Your bucket list stuff. Yeah, well, totally, like yeah. I mean, whereas Forza Motorsport is the more simulation-based thing, yeah. right? And I'm much more down the arcade route, so it just, like, ticks on my boxes, basically. It's like, it looks good. Something you can want to play on the Xbox One and show off to your mates mm. and... 
And it's also the one that will make you be social and chat with people and challenge people to races. And you can create your own tracks and festival now. Okay, So it's all good. about, like, yeah. personalisation and customization And, and share like those, presumably, yeah, yeah with the World really Wide cool. Web. It did look really good. Was there anything else? I mean, I, I realised... I kind of realised subsequently that a lot of the things I'd been to see or a lot of things I'd certainly stood out for me were kind of... Nintendo, Zelda aside, were, <laughs> were kind of PS4 or multi-format. I didn't actually poke my face into a lot of Xbox-exclusive things. Did you yeah. see any other Xbox-exclusives? Sea of Thieves, maybe, which sea I think Thieves. looks great. It's tricky. I think playing it with my mates, with a beer in my hand, and, you know, going on your swashbuckling adventures was great, but would I want to play it again? Maybe not. Without that... Yeah. This guy's my mate context. Yes, and like in a situation where you're next to them. I don't know yeah. whether playing it in your house and sort of roaming the seas for hours and hours. Laughing at a TV. Ha- yeah, seeing <laughs> like a little crazy lady on yeah. your own is going to have the same appeal. And they're being quite strange about what you can actually do and how many people you'll be playing are They with. being, well, rarer maybe, Rare, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah, we were asking them, like, what else can you do apart from, you know, go on the ships and stuff? And they were mm. like, there's some treasure hunting stuff, but... Mm. I mean, it's multiplayer-focused, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know what there's going to be in terms of, like, for, for, for solo players to do in it. I mean, did they mention anything about... You can about, have, um, huh? like, a smaller boat, so you can have, like, one- or two-man boats. But obviously, if you're coming up against these sort of eight-player gigantic yeah. things and you're not going to stand much of a chance really unless you team up again with some other people who've also got little tiny boats but... okay so the game wouldn't for instance match you in a sea with people of your level or maybe yeah, it will I, I, guess, I guess so they haven't really talked about matchmaking and stuff yet but yeah. it seems like the actual amount of people you can have in your map is quite limited because they want it to be a rare occurrence that you come up with another ship mm. and have a battle and stuff like that so It'd be interesting to see how it develops. Hey. See what you did there. Um, I was going to smash through some other, I guess, triple A's. You play Resi 7, Resident Evil 7? I did. Good, isn't it? Um, I was a bit disappointed. And I I don't like scary games. Can't stand them. I didn't think it was that scary. No. But I I like the fact that it's first person. I like the fact that it's a lot more intimate than like where five and six went which were the big shootouts the big yeah, set pieces didn't this feel like it at all, did yeah they? this this had the claustrophobia again yes so that was that was a good thing for me i was very panicky before i went in well, especially yeah, yeah. in the big capcom creepy house that they had at yes. e3 as well I was capcom, like, nope, not going capcom in there. made a house uh, it was good actually i was just putting my headset on because they they showcased it in vr and uh, as I put it on, I just put my headphones on, I just heard a shriek. Oh, my God. And I started saying, wait, was that in the game? And I was reassured, no, no, that's the song in the next room. It's just having a panic. And <laughs> that's say, not reassuring. They're freaking out. And I, so I generally thought, thought is that just like some background shrieking in the game? No, 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 that's someone next door who's freaking out over this. So it did get to, to some people. Yeah. Then, like, you know. What I liked about it was the, the lack of music. Yeah. You know when like, you watch a horror movie and you, it's changed to minor, you know, it's mm-hmm. all going to come and you're going to get a boo scare didn't happen. It was very quiet. The occasional little creak of floorboards or the can mm. fall off. And that's what made it, I think, even more claustrophobic because you're just, like, listening to the silence and waiting. Yeah. Which made it very creepy. And then nothing comes and nothing comes and nothing comes and a fucking mannequin falls over. Oh, my God, I over. jumped on my skin. Every, apparently <laughs> everyone falls over, right? I, 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 I'm, it didn't bother me. The game didn't get to me. It didn't get under my skin or anything like that, but I did jump at the mannequin yeah. and I came back outside and I spoke to someone and I was like one bit got me guess what it was and she was like mannequin, yeah, the mannequin. everyone got done by the mannequin I don't know if anyone playing at home because it was a you could download it for your PS4 
maybe had the same mannequin jump. Maybe it's not so scary and well, without being in VR. There's seven endings to that that little to demo. the demo. Yeah, every time you play it, it gets a little bit better. I've a little seen bit two. Different. So I think I need to play it like a million times at mm. home this weekend. There's like seven ghosts, ghost sightings, isn't there? Oh, really? Yeah, ghosts in the. There's a bit, you know, the bit of the game where you play the footage that you find. Yeah. But you're playing it as you it's go. Like the cameraman. Yeah, when yeah. you're the cameraman, you can you can catch glimpses of a ghost. In that bit. It's all over the internet. It's all over the internet. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been looking at it. The fact that when I, like, a couple of days after I played it, I was like, I just need to know more about this. Yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm literally for? spoiling it for myself. Yeah. yeah. What's the finger for? Why are these mannequins? Because the mannequins move as well. Yeah. You can turn around and they've moved position. Like the ones up in yeah, the Yeah, the attic ones upstairs, bit. yeah. Yeah. But on, on one of them, at least, you can break. Really? Yeah, because I got the axe and I broke one of the mannequins. What, in your VR demo? No, not in the VR demo, but oh, since yeah. I got it home. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I haven't said touch it again, just in case. I actually am free to at home. <laughs> you can break one of the mannequins. I like I like, I like that. Um, I, was thinking, I quite like the look of the new Call of Duty. I know a lot of people are not fussed, but I thought that's a good move for them. Spaceships, bang-bangs. They made bang, the wrong bangs. move in terms of the way that they put the trailers out. Yeah. The first trailer was eh, not mm. that good, as you can tell by the most disliked Lots video on the internet. Lots of dislikes later. Um, but the second trailer they showed the PlayStation, PlayStation conference... It showed it off in a much better light. Mm. It's like, that's what I want to play. I want to play Call of Duty in space. Grappling grapple hooks, hook. spaceships, boom. Yeah. It was almost like we don't even, you know, that was almost like a counter to Titanfall 2, right? Yeah. It was like the first <laughs> one was like, this is not like Battlefield. And now it's kind of like, well, this one's a bit like Titanfall 2, but you, you know. You've got a nice little end of year sandwich with those three as well. I think it's like Battlefield first, then Titanfall, then Call of Duty. It's, it's something like that, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're a shooter fan, you're sport for choice. FPS I mean, of the year, which I one's it going to be? Don't know. I, I kind of got the impression from E3 that a lot of people were into the Battlefield more, but I'm yeah. still a little bit comes he comes out on the whole First World War setting and kind of making it into a fun roller coaster adventure <laughs> in the First World War. Oh, I saw like some of the some of the footage and they're running through trenches and I was thinking, no, I, I watched Blackadder. <laughs> I know that it wasn't That'll all fun do. and games. Um, cool. Um, well, let's transition slightly to, and I won't dwell upon it, but a few games that maybe you weren't so swung by because there were a few for me that I went to see that I was like yeah I'm not really into this and I've got to say that Days Gone was one of them actually what I saw in the big Sony presentation I thought there's a guy with a gun shooting not zombies they're called freakers apparently (laughs) because you're going to keep saying that aren't you oh man when the freaker menace rose it's fucking zombies right what is it the herd or the horde or well there was a lot of them on screen apparently that counts as one enemy or something (coughs) oh right okay that massive like swell of does that mean there's like a sweet like middle freaker or something if you kill them the rest will die like find the sweet spot or something otherwise it would be nightmarish yeah because like when he's up on that like lighthousey type thing, like a lookout. and they're yeah, and they're all around him. I'm like, nah, not, yeah. I'm not sure about that. Like, I don't know. Terrifying. It, it, it just, I mean, it looked all right, but it didn't look like anything like, apart from the kind of physics, I suppose, of, yeah. of the horde of these of these enemies. I thought it looked a bit generic, and as soon as I saw, I tell you what did it for me. That I was like, nah, I'm probably out. Is where this guy who's a biker has a denim jacket with biker written on it. <laughs> You know, and it's you like what his name is as well. Oh, it's, it's something St. John, isn't it? Deacon, Deacon St. John. Deacon St. John. In the list of the worst characters in the world, the names, he it's... is at the top. <laughs> but I like to think, I mean, you know, it'll probably, <coughs> it'll, that's quite all right. It'll probably play fine. Yeah. And 
It's a big deal. It's been made by Bend, of course, Sony's um, Bend Studio, which has done the PSP Resistance. I don't want to say they did Uncharted, Uncharted well, yeah. Golden Abyss, didn't they? So they've got a bit of a point to prove being on a big console again after Siphon Filter, Siphon Filter yeah. years ago. Um, so I think it's quite good. I don't know. Yeah, a lot, of, like, people, lot of people really into Anarchy, it. Walking Dead, Last of Us 2. Yeah, it's ticking. I yeah. can see why it's ticking those boxes, but I think because those boxes are so easily... Yeah. Like, people like that, people like that, people like that. It seems not, doesn't seem altogether. risky. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't feel like a... As, it doesn't feel as much of a risk as the new God of War, I'll tell you that much, oh, with, with, the, with the kind of new father-son dynamic yeah, that's going on. And I'm, really I'm certainly not including people, right? that as something I don't like. I think God of War looks good. Yeah, me too. Um, but we didn't get to play it or anything. We just, no. we just saw everything that anyone at home would have seen. Yeah. You know, that was all we got. Um, Sadly, I would have liked to have played that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play any of Gears Four, but I'm slightly worried about that. I think um, that could fall into this because that's coming out later this year as well. Amongst all those shooters, that could get buried. Yeah, possibly. And I'm a massive Gears of War fan, <coughs> and from what I've played of like the multiplayer from the betas, betas, have you said? Mm. Always get it wrong. Um, it looks great, but it's just like I, I play Gears of War for the story. Don't really care about the multiplayer to be honest. Yeah. Like it's all about the co-op and they're really they had a tiny bit off. Haven't old they? Daddy Marcus at the end, didn't they? Of their yeah. E3 trailer, just like hey, so it's a cheap move, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Everyone's like, whoa, look at him. He's quickly. Quick. Who can tweet this first? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, touch wood, literally. I like Gears 1, 2, yeah. 3. Didn't play Judgment. Yeah. Uh, it's been sat on my Xbox for months. Because <laughs> you could get it for free, couldn't you? With oh, the, yeah, of with course, the, yeah. Um, when they remastered, the when they remastered the, the original Gears. But, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Mafia 3. Yeah, Mafia 3, the, the gameplay footage we all got shown of that, I wasn't too into... Or, or I'm on the fence about, put it that way. Why like, won't they let us play it yet? It worries me. That, well, it's... Is it October? Yeah, October so it's not. 7th or something. So that's weird. Like, so we could play... Like, I played Zero Dawn. Yeah. That's out in February. Yep. Last Guardian's October. So Mafia's October, but you can't play it at E3. Again. I guess they'll probably be hands-on at Gamescom. I guess so. But... Surely if people are sort of starting to get worried about it, they should be like, hey, it's amazing. Look yeah. at this, we've fixed all the things that no one liked from Mafia 2. I think, I think that's going to go up against Watch Dogs too, isn't it? As yeah. the big kind of open world is for the end of the year. I like the setting, it's not... Is it, is it 60s? It's, 70, it's, 60, it's got to be yeah, late 60s, 60s, isn't it? Late 60s kind of New Orleans uh, analogue. New Bordeaux, I think they call it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was actually sent this to you in the presentation, wasn't yeah. I? Yeah. I was sat right next to you. Mafia oh, yeah. 3, buddies. It was, it was, yeah. It looked, it did look a bit rough around its edges. It looked very there, grainy. There were some like, close-ups of the characters that didn't look very good. Um, obviously, it's got driving in it. If, if those driving controls aren't good, that's going to be a factor. That, that yeah. was the problem with the first Watch Dogs. Yeah. The driving was pretty piss poor in that. If, if the shooting proves to be a bit floaty, then that's going to be a problem. I think it's got a... I, yeah. It's got the problem it might be a bit repetitive as well, because if you have to have the conversation with your, like, squaddies every time you unlock a new thing, um, a new district... Oh, the districts, yeah. That's going to be like, oh, no, just got to balance everyone's mood. It seems like a bit... Keep, yeah, keep them happy, right? Because yeah. we saw... Yeah, that was the game which we saw, like one of these guys, an Irishman possibly. Yeah. You were meant to divvy up some turf too, you didn't. 
And then he gets uh, the hump. And then he was upset, so you just went and killed him. Yeah, which is a bit you hardcore know, to me. Let's, oh. The conversation ends now, we'll just do some murdering. Yeah, yeah. that's I, to me, he's like new family, and he's really passionate <laughs> about having a family and belongings to somewhere, and then if you don't keep him happy, you kill him. You literally just kill him, because they're just nice. dead weights around your neck yeah. otherwise. Yeah, I think that's got a, got a lot to prove. Again, it doesn't fall into the kind of disappointment section for me quite, but I think it's definitely one that I, I need to see more of before kind of landing an opinion of. You know, for a game that was so hyped and had such a big presence there, because it had a massive sort of... Kind of st- well, it did have a stage. It had a live yeah. band, didn't they? They played yeah. um, every day at oh, E3. Yeah, between four and six, live blues every night. I could have just yeah. stayed there. I but... mean, they had, they had a massive presence, but... It was a lot of noise, here comes the aircon. It's really good noise. A lot of noise, but not a lot of substance. Yeah. And the lights are turning off. It's scared. Really, like, oh, it's not the aircon, sorry, it? it's the shutters. I don't know if anyone can now see it. They probably can't hear that. No. We're just seem like crazy now. I know, I know. It's, it's, but it's totally fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I did play Lawbreakers. I didn't like Lawbreakers. That's the yeah. that's the boss key multiplayer. Shoot. I just think that Clippy any... Clippy B game, or he doesn't like big Clippy B now, does he? He doesn't like it. I did see him walking around. And um, he, he didn't look very happy, but then again, you know, he was at E3, so that's probably why. <laughs> I saw a few relatively industry-famous developers walk around who didn't look very happy, but that's what I happened. I didn't really see his game at E3, actually. He thought it would have made a bit more of a presence, actually, seeing but there's such a big name behind it, yeah. Was it out on the show floor at all? Don't think so. I played it... It was just in one of the meeting rooms, You know, rooms, one of the meeting rooms, yeah. But... What do you think about um, FIFA, the new story mode, FIFA? Oh, yeah, FIFA. Well, the story mode is, again, it taps into their, you know, fantasy football vibes they've got going on, which is obviously taking the opposite angle to Pro Evo, which has gone even more realistic this yeah. year, you know, for 2017. It's, you know, harder to keep control of the ball. The games are a tiny bit slower. You have to be more precise with your passes. It's all... And the teams actually feel like teams, not team A versus team B. Oh, yeah, like totally. Like, like stuff, the team is spirit is still a massive factor in how those players gel with one another. The FIFA story mode with, I want to say, Alex Hunter is his name, yep. you know, this, this, this player. Up and coming. You know, it's going to be so popular. his first Premiership team. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> it's going to be like a total soap opera, isn't it? I've and played a all... bit of it and it is like, it's like super yeah. cheesy, but I don't think they mean to be boom, cheesy. Boom, 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 <laughs> and so forth. But yeah, did you actually play any of the of the actual kicking bit of it? Yeah, the actual kicking. What yeah. you mean, like the normal bit? The, the, the running around chasing after yeah, a ball bit. It's, yeah, it's got very complicated. They've changed corners, haven't they? There's, yeah, you got to aim a reticule in the penalty area. Yeah. Excuse me if I get all my football terminology wrong because I'm. But you do. It's learning. a little little dot, right? Yeah. Here's the little dot. But you're going to kick it. Yeah, you're kicking the penalty. Then you've also got to position your receiver to yeah. hit that reticule. You can also hide the reticule so you. Couch co-op person yeah. can't see it, but then you which can't makes see it, it even more impossible to do. <laughs> and you've got to you get your receiver in position and then kick it into goal if you can. But yeah. You kind of just got to hold a million buttons in order to do it, that. It feels very unnatural. Yeah, maybe people will get used to it, but I think the way that it feels like too much of a change yeah. in one single year. Did you try penalties? No, but apparently they're nightmarish. They're, they're even worse. Yeah. You've got to like. Figure out how you want, how fast you want to run at the ball. Obviously, it's very different in real life because it all. Yeah, just you can change your players' but... starting position, can't you? With the, yeah. with the right stick, the same on free kicks. But it's, oh yeah, it's so complicated. I just think this is supposed to be the arcade football sim, right? Yeah. You play with your mates, and when you want to have a wind down. Do you think that kind of stuff is going to be 
Do you think EA will have to make it so you can turn it off? I guess so. <laughs> well, so you can play it like, like FIFA oh, you 16. You can still play it how you used to. And I was like, I don't really see how. Right. Because unless you just don't aim, unless you can just go for it yeah. for corners and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because the, the kind of the camera position for corners is totally different, isn't it? It's not yeah. behind the player anymore. It's like from sort the top of, down yeah, view again. Sort of thing. Yeah. I like the corners and penalties aside, I like the way that the team is behaving now. There's lots more Joshlet jostling mm. obviously I can't say that word well the physicality the kind of physical side of these yeah. things gets better every time doesn't it with collision detection and like just better animations really better now responses. it's on frostbite as well that should should make a difference although from what I've played so far <laughs> like it doesn't look that much better than mm. FIFA 16 so we'll I think see. it makes it easier for them to kind of drop stadiums into place yeah I think that's a, a factor playing stadiums so... at night looks amazing as well <coughs> the lighting's definitely come on a lot it's going to be uh I think maybe, I don't know, maybe they felt they had to make this move at some point. It may as well be now. Yeah. They can make refinements for FIFA 18, I suppose. I mean, it's going to do okay, isn't it? It's still going to sell it's the FIFA, numbers. It's it? FIFA. It's FIFA and COD, they're kind of like... They're, they're both they kind of invincible. Right. Um, stuff that flew under the radar, indie games, and also I want to just... Like, Kojima came out at the, oh, at the Sony conference. Like a Sony rock star. Just curtain went up. The, the big screen went up, didn't it? It was like, and he just came out. And I'm pretty sure he just said, hi, I'm back. I was like, no, that was yeah. it, right? And it was the Mad Max music. Was that what it was? Amazing. Mad Max. I was just like, wow. But he was showing Death Stranding <laughs> or, or not showing it. It was a trailer oh my God, for a game trailer. called Death Stranding that might have nothing to do with the end game whatsoever. It had Norman Reedus and a baby and some dead shit on a beach, right? Yeah, and he, hadn't got a, he hasn't got a belly button. He's got a weird scar. It was yeah. all very weird. Black ink. Yeah, footprints in the sand. Dead stuff, floating people. Yeah, there's, I, I love the conspiracy theories. There are lots of good theory oh, articles on that internet, yeah. <laughs> I like to think that it's a total smokescreen, like the end game is just going to be like a first-person shooter or something. <laughs> just something it's really basic. Or it's going to be like, what is it, Penguin Adventure 2 or something, <laughs> the first thing he did for Konami. It'd be like, yeah, tricked you. Norman Reedus is the penguin, or not that penguin, you know, is, is the yeah. penguin of Star of the Penguin Adventure. Bingle. But like the reception he got was amazing. It's weird, we don't think of... You know, people in gaming as having these kind of rock star personas, but like, you know, he does, he, doesn't he? He does. The way the room lit up when he was on that this stage. This woman in front of me, she leapt out of her seat, threw her hands in the air, it was doing all these noises, like, oh my god, did she you... spill her drink or something? I just know, she just was having like a meltdown that he was there. I'm just like, mm. he's just a guy. I mean, a pretty amazing he game is just a guy. Kind of stuff. He's in but... Brighton next month. <gasps> down, literally down the oh, road yeah, where Dallas. I live. Yeah, yeah so. I've got to email about that If anyone has any leads as to where Hideo Kojima is staying in Brighton for develop, keep it quiet. You can, <laughs> you can email me in strict confidence <laughs> and uh, I will not tell anyone, but I will be loitering outside uh, his just hotel stroke his room. Against just to touch oh. him, just to find out what the hell is going on with this flipping game. Yeah. Um, which will hopefully come out some when. He doesn't make games quick, does he? No, I think he said it's like at least three years away or something. There you go. So I'd it'll be, be a while. I'd Give be surprised it five, maybe. if they've even started it. Well, he's only, has, he's only just picked an engine. Right, so. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. His trailer is, means nothing, it's and like yet buying, it means everything. It's like buying tickets for a train that hasn't been built yet. It's like I like the analogy. It's a yeah, good analogy. Not, I have to happen. fight my way home on trains later, so I'll be oh. thinking about that. Um, so at least the, you're not one of those whales on the beach. At least I'm not a dead whale on a, yeah. on a, on a beach of other dead whales. This is very true. I'm not that. Um, indie game stuff, though. I played Absolver. 
from Slow Clap, a French studio that nice. Devolver are putting out. Online melee fighting game, multiplayer exploration game. Great. Kind of like, you know, really cool, stylish game. Really enjoyed that. Um, Abzu, oh, Underwater Journey 2 so style. Pretty. Isn't it? That, that was like totally the most beautiful game, I think. Maybe alongside Zelda, then I'll let him off. Yeah. Of, of E3. And, and like you're saying about running between halls. That was between the halls, wasn't it? So Every you always passed past, the I saw someone with a fish head on. Yeah. Like, yeah but they had a really nice little stand, didn't they? And it was all like, they had little, well, they weren't real fish. It was projected fish yeah. on the screen. But, you know, Still it was just like, oh, I feel calm. That's going to be like my new journey, where you just yeah. want to have a little chill. Well, it's the art nice director music. of Journey who's made it. Mm. And the same person's doing the music. And That's it's all, probably why, then. It's all very Journey, too. <laughs> Oops. Was there any other kind of smaller things that that you saw or you, or you just saw trailers of or that you played that you were like, you know, do keep an eye out for this? Oh, we happy few. Okay. So that game is mental. Is that multi-format? I know Xbox showed it off, but is it multi-platform? I think it is coming out on PC and PS4 as well. Okay. Um, you can certainly pre-order it on Steam now because okay, I've checked. Cool. Um, but it's, it must be based on Brave New World, right, the book? I, it, it, yeah, it has that kind of weird dystopian... Breakdown. Yeah, vibes. I only played it Alternate. very, very briefly, but it, it was the same. So you played place. it. How does it? It looks like it would control like Bioshock would or yes. something like that. Yeah, yeah, very, very much like Bioshock, sort of interacting with things very close up and then yeah. sort of wandering about. And there's a lot of melee combat, I think, because it's English-ish. Yeah, well, it? it's it is set in England. Yeah, so you've got like police England. batons and yeah. stuff, and so it's quite it's quite physical and quite brutal. Yeah, it's got Clockwork Orange vibes about it yeah. as well. Again, again Shannon Loftus was very, very keen to big that up as well. Um, she I was love also the art re- style. Huh? I love the art oh, It looks style. amazing. She was also very keen to, to talk about Inside as well, which I... Is that the new... From Limbo? From Limbo, yeah. yeah the guys who... The Playdead who made Limbo. Yeah, um, side scroll. That's out really soon, like, end of this month. So okay. by the time you're listening to this, it might already be out. <gasps> um, you might be able to play it. It might have bombed. Or it might be game of the year. We don't know. You'll know before I we don't know. I love how secretive they are about their games. Like, you have a little snippet of gameplay trailer, and then, yeah. like, you've got no idea what it's going to be like when you I know, play. right? And yet, when they were showing that off, that little trailer during the, the Xbox E3 conference, there were people back here in England who'd already played it from start to finish. What? Because in Edge this month, or the current oh. issue of Edge at the moment, the Watch Dogs 2 cover, the preview of it, like, it basically says they finished it. Oh. So it's... So it's tiny. It's, it's, well, it might not be tiny, but then I yeah. just have finished it ages ago and go, here's the game. Go and, oh, okay. But you, only you can write oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant Edge have finished it. Like, they finished... <laughs> they played it in oh, the Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what was implied, that they finished oh. the game, yeah. Oh. Like, we've seen it and finished it, I think, was their words. Interesting. So, but Limbo was like, a, what, a three, four-hour game. Well, depending if on you knew what you, you were doing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I expect there are people who can finish it in significantly lesser time than that. I played it twice. I remember the second time it was pretty quick, like a, yeah. about three and a half hours. The first time to me, significantly longer. Oh, yeah, doing the same <laughs> horrible bits over and over and watching the little watch bike it. die and die and die. Hit the spikes, Lara Croft yeah. style. <laughs> it was it's pretty brutal. I don't know how brutal this next one will be, but... Um, we shall see. Ukulele, we mentioned yeah. the, the, the Platonic game, 3D platformer. Love the look of it. That's not out until 2017. Didn't yeah. actually get a chance to play it. Sat next to a guy who was playing it yeah. or playing it through. But I was like, um, give me the controller. I want to play it. I know, it. right? New Banjo-Kazooie, basically. This just just, just tell me what to do. I want to run around for a bit. Yeah. It looks really inviting. It's going to... Like, no, I, I know we've had, like, Ratchet and Clank come back and, you know, other kind of 3D platformers, but, you know, that Ratchet and Clank was very linear. 
this is very much go where you want to, when you want to, kind and of our still, old school style. Yeah, and it's still got that sort of like old school music, like N64 style. Yeah. And none of the characters have got voices. But I, well, that is fucking annoying, actually. Yeah. I, the, the gibberish. Is it gibberish or just gibberish? Gibberish, right? yeah. Why did I just, I don't know, I had a breakdown <laughs> in my brain then. It's Thursday night. <laughs> it's Thursday, it's getting <laughs> late. But yeah, I, did, I, did that. I was listening to that. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. I said, fuck me, I'm going to throw something at my telly if I'm watching. I'm going to have to, t- there has to be an option to turn that shit off. Yeah. There will be. They're very, very proud of it. And I they think love it. To begin with, it's fine. And when you were a kid playing those games, it was also well, that's, fine. Well, that's what an N64 can do. You know, yeah. you weren't expecting hours of recorded speech. <laughs> but now it feels a bit like, oh God, that's really tedious and yeah. grating. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, um, maybe, like you say, people will love it. I think as long as there's the option to not have to listen to that, I'll be fine with it. Because I love everything. Else about yeah, it. the soundtrack's amazing. You just want to hear that. And yeah. The... I think the music might be by one of the guys who did Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, it is. Um, it is, yeah, because yeah, it shares those vibes, definitely. Um, I didn't get to see Tacoma, the new one from the Fulbright Company, but I love the way that looks. I and played it at Gamescom last year, it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, still coming along. And I want to give a shout-out to a, a music game, music kind of game called Thumper, just because that's been coming along for a while. It's on PSVR now as well. Oh, cool. It looks rad. Um, it's like you control a bug going down crazy-ass corridors of light, bouncing off shit. And they call it, it's made by a two-person team called Drool, and they call it Rhythm Violence, not Rhythm Rhythm Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're in the market, it's like industrial noise rhythm action game. It's it's pretty intense already, and now it's going to be in VR as well. Um, They were showing it off just after the PlayStation um, event. But weirdly, because we had an upstairs area, right, where the press could queue up <laughs> equally <laughs> queue up for stuff um, if you wanted to play the Batman VR game that was there you basically couldn't did you uh, play it? I did in the end I played oh, it went over amazing. to Warner's and, yeah, um, and played it the Batman VR game by the way just to quickly touch upon this I know we've been talking about was I thought it was really good it was the best thing I saw at E3 there you go by a while fantastic by a, wh- by a while? But by a while but you're Batman right? I mean that's yeah. cool you're actually Batman did you do the two halves of it? I did both parts of the demo yeah, yeah. so there were two halves the first bit the, you know you're in the bat cave the suit comes down you put your gloves on then the cowl comes down mm. you put that on and then the mirror comes down you're just standing there and you're Batman and it is the coolest thing I've ever done doing a little jig as yep. Batman rolling my head and doing all this stuff and I was like that's, that's it that's all they need to do I just need to stand in front of a mirror as Batman mm. and I'm sold on VR but then the second half is like sort of detective mode from the Arkham series but in VR with you controlling time with your mm. little it's reconstructing, it reconstructing the scene, right? Yeah. That, that led to no spoilers. Somebody's, somebody's <laughs> unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate situation. Yeah, um, yeah. It, I mean, if you love those Rocksteady-made Arkham games, you'll. Gonna people will buy game, VR right? for that, right? Yeah. People are going to buy it for, for that. I think PSVR has totally nailed it. Like, I'm a massive VR supporter. Mm. I bought the Oculus Rift with my own money. <laughs> Imagine that mental, like not just a that's PR not even thing. cheap. That's like you know, that's a holiday, right? <laughs> to buy yeah. that pretty much, yeah. like 500 quid or something. Okay, maybe well, you know, a but good still, yeah, portion still, of all one of my yeah. holidays, my little long weekenders, you know, but a um, couple of nights in the Saddle Ranch, that is isn't it? <laughs> really 500 quid wouldn't even get you to LA. 500 no, quid, it would not. um, yeah, but like they haven't got the games yet. Mm. Oculus hasn't got the controllers, which is a massive issue. HC Vive hasn't got the games, but PSVR's got both. 
Mm. It's got Batman. It's got Resident Evil. Firepoint, which Far, yeah. looks great with the new um, VR aim controller, yeah. isn't it? The, the gun-shaped controller. I can't remember what else they showed off. Psychonauts. they got a Psychonauts yeah. game, which I really enjoyed. Battlezone. Oh, Battlezone's awesome. Big shout-out to Rebellion's VR Battlezone. Loved that. Um, really, really nice. Really nice. Just selling it short. <laughs> Even some of the like the VR world stuff, you know, that kind of package London that they're putting Heist out with it. Awesome. London Heist is great. I did, um, what did I do? I did the one where you had the headbutt a ball back. Oh, is that called Headmaster? Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, oh, it wasn't just a ball. I can't remember. It was a lot of head movement. They've also got Final Fantasy, which will appeal to a lot of people, but apparently yeah, it's the, not very really good. The Final Fantasy VR thing. Right, I'm a big, I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy 15. But the baggage that is coming with that game is threatening <laughs> to drag it under, right? You've got the movie, yeah. there's the anime series, yeah. there's a whole load of pre-order attached. There's the car, the one-off car <laughs> that's in the, the movie. And then this VR, the VR element that's based on that episode Disky yeah. demo. So you're fighting the, I can't remember what it's called, like One Eye or whatever his name big is. The big, the big behemoth jobby. And yeah, I, I, I agree, I'd I, I look at it I didn't play it, I'd look over and I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure about that. And someone came off and he was like, that's horse shit, don't bother. Like, just to my face, just like, I was looking at it, that's, that's, like, you if might not have said horse shit. Chocobo riding in VR, that would be cool. I'd be into it. Yeah, or just sitting in the car and taking off, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. But I not, don't know. not sitting in the car, perving at the mechanic, oh, which yeah. I think was part of that VR demo oh, as well. Yeah. Um, not so don't sure. Don't get me that. started on that one. No, no. Otherwise, my <laughs> wife pointed out to me when I was saying, one time, like, you know, isn't she dressed inappropriately? She was like, well, she doesn't want to get oil in her clothes. This is, <laughs> this is perfectly reasonable clothing if you're yeah, going to get mucky. Enough. But you get uh, oil in your skin instead. So yeah, overalls probably... versus yeah. skin. Yes, Maybe she's just oil resistant. I don't know. Just, <laughs> just slides off her yeah. slick, slick body. It's all wrong. Um, but yeah, okay. AOB from E3 this year, A-O-B. Sam. We touched upon VR. I think we were okay with VR. VR was a big yeah. thing this year. I think that Sony's positioning of their PSVR has done really well post this E3. They've got a lot of games. The Batman thing is a system seller, almost yeah. in itself. Um, I did play some Oculus stuff that was good. Shout out to a game called Wilson's Heart. That was great in a kind of spooky, psychological, freak you up kind of way. More jump scary than Resi, but but kind of stylish. Bit edge of nowhere more like, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was like... Which has lots creepy of... Creepy hospital for. scenes. Oh, God. But, but, but yeah. Sounds horrendous. It, it, it's one that I can imagine <laughs> some people hyperventilating with. Oh, but, God. Um, but yeah, VR, I was, I'm pretty much sold on VR now, off the back of it. So. Yeah, I think PSVR is going to be the one that gets people actually into it. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's like I said, you know, it's a complete package. So we'll see. Obviously, people have still got to spend a lot of money to get into it. It's going to be, yeah, I mean, I guess to get all the stuff, you're going to have to spend the, the best camera part. and the move controllers and the headset. And $500 in the States. For so everything. For the camera, move controllers and the headset, and I think VR Worlds. Okay. So that's five little experiences, isn't it? Yeah. So if that's the same deal in the UK, I guess it'll be 400 yeah. 420 or something, maybe? Well, I think the, the base unit, just the headset alone is 399 in America, 350 here. Okay. So you think, I think 400. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of the cost of what a PS4 was originally, is it? And then you mm-hmm. might have to buy a PS4 Neo if you want that as well. Yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about the new consoles we saw just yet. We haven't got time anyway. No, it's too many things. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, the, the Xbox doing two consoles in the same 
presentation was just like, what are you doing? Well, they screwed themselves over, didn't they? Because I'm not going to buy an Xbox One S now because I want the score. That, that was... Silly. Naive. I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. And also, but... it wasn't anywhere about. Like, you could play Forza Horizon on it if you queued. Oh, for the Xbox One S? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's coming out in August. I want to touch it. Yeah. I want to press its buttons. They were all in boxes. Yeah. I did hold one of the new pads, though, with they the grip, with, nice. the, with, the, with the, the, the softer back. Yeah. They were, they were pleasant. I enjoyed that. Although I've always thought, actually, that the Xbox One pad is slightly better than the PS4 one. It's just yeah. a personal preference on shape, I think. I love the Xbox One Elite controller. So. I don't have an Elite, but it's, oh, it's so again, it's the money though. It's like oh, it's 120 quid, right? Yeah. I, again, I did buy. What is wrong with me? Because yeah, you've got. <laughs> that's fine. That's what people do. They buy my things. Kit. I mean, it would be terrible if no one bought these things. Because I'm a journalist. I got no money. <laughs> yeah, you know. Un- unbeknownst to many people who uh, might might read games journalism or. or to cry out that we get everything for free. We don't get everything for free. No, we don't. No, it's a myth. We Bust those myths. <laughs> we do get some games for free, we which do is lovely get and amazing. Digital but... codes for free yeah. sometimes. And I got a steel book the other day. That was amazing. Got a steel book. Yeah. Too I'm totally a sold on them now. I yeah. originally thought, oh, what, why does anyone want that? And now I've got one on my shelf and I'm like, they're just so all the much other covers prettier. are so insignificant in yep. comparison now. I've got a. I think I got my share of steel books. Got an mm. Overwatch steel book. Mm. Got a Fallout 4 yeah, steel book. You know, they're I've all there. They're, they're not all there. <laughs> some, some. I think I've got a Mortal Kombat 10 one actually. Ooh. I thought I think I end up with about eight copies of Mortal Kombat 10 over the over a while. Oh, so. gosh. Yeah, I've it's only one of those got one. things. That's enough. One is enough. <laughs> you, you need one anyway. It's not right yeah. I'm not down on Mortal Kombat 10. Um, really right, should we, should we call it there? Let's wrap our yeah. E3 wrap um, because, you know, we have to, we've got homes to go to. Sam, where can people who are listening, wherever they're listening to us at, find you on the internet? I'm on the Twitters. On the Twitters. Apache Rose 3. It's where Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Ignore it. It's, it's a what song? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Apache Rose Peacock. I suddenly think less of you. Yeah, no, it's fine. I didn't make the connection it's before. But it no. was my gamer tag and now it's on everything. So I was like, I might as well stick People with it are now. embarrassed by their old gamer tags, aren't they? Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Whatever. It says or... a lot about you as a 15-year-old or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's fine. I'm proud of it now. Yeah, absolutely maybe. fine. Ish. And Digital Spy, they can follow yeah, you. Yeah, they've got Digital Digital Spy Games. It's a good thing I wrote it down, wasn't yeah. it? Because you wouldn't know. Because <laughs> it's like Digital Spy Gaming, but the tag is Digital, Digital Spy, Spy Games. Games. Is that because there is a Digital Spy Gaming? I don't think that's so. That's been taken. Don't or someone so. just made a mistake. Yeah, typo. And now someone it's stuck somewhere got that fired. That. <laughs> um, you can follow Vice Gaming if you want to on Twitter at Vice Gaming. I mean, I recommend you do because that's where all of this stuff that we talk about ends up. Um, okay, until we next do one of these little sit-downs. Uh, bye, everyone. Try bye, not to thanks. crash a car or fall off a ledge or, it's you know... a really big puddle. ...end up in hospital or drown in a massive puddle until <laughs> uh, we speak again. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.